Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. So we talked about Tim Tebow. He got cut. Sadly. Everybody that bought his jersey kind of just got stuck with the Tim Tebow jersey for a team he never really played for. That was the number one selling jersey. But I have the next 10 top jerseys in the NFL. I'll give you the player. Tell me if you can tell me the team they're on. Oh. <laughs> Come on, oh. Amy. Okay. Out of 10, will Amy get over or under three? Under. Over. <laughs> under. Oh, thanks for relieving in me, Lunchbox. Well, I just don't think you're going to know any of these football players. Tom Brady. Where does he play? What team? Oh, Tampa Bay. Woo! Correct. Already Tampa won. Bay. Okay. Number, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the number two selling jersey. Mahomes. Mahomes. Oh, oh, Chiefs. Boom! Thank Correct. you, Abby Swires, Correct. for being a fan. Uh-oh. Cam Newton. I'm picturing a like a Paul print, but that's Clemson. That's a college. Cam Newton. Cam. Um, Seattle Seahawks. No, the New England Patriots. Did he transfer there? Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> but not, not from tra- Seattle. And it's not called transfer, right, Bones? <laughs> it's not called transfer. Trade. George Kittle. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Broncos. Incorrect. 49ers. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Um, uh, the uh, Rothels, uh, Steelers. Incorrect. The Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Uh, Tua. Who? <laughs> the Alabama quarterback. <laughs> oh, he played for Alabama? Yeah. So maybe now he plays for the Cowboys. Incorrect. The Dolphins. Oh. Russell Wilson. Oh, Seahawks. Correct. Yes. There you go. That's three. That's One more, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, One man. more. Josh Allen. Oh, man. Broncos. <laughs> Incorrect. How many we got left? Two. We're, yeah. Come on, Amy. Don't do it. You got this, Amy. Don't do it, Amy. I, the, wait, wait, they're, wait. They're going to be tough for her. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, and Josh Allen was... It's supposed to be easy. Yeah, he's well, good. yeah, he's a, he's a really good quarterback. Never heard of him. Okay. C.D. Lamb. <laughs> also, never heard of this person. Did they recently start playing? Yes, he's like, an Oklahoma wide receiver, rookie last year. Okay, Cowboys. Correct. Yeah. I just like Alabama, yes. Oklahoma. Like, I figure they cut trade. They want to keep it close. That was awesome. And go to the. Well, they don't get to pick where they go. <laughs> yeah, they get drafted. No, they no. get drafted by a team. Uh, well, I mean, so if he regionally. You, yeah, if he wouldn't have told you Oklahoma, you wouldn't have guessed Cowboys, would you? Correct. Dang it. Dang right. it. That's all right. But, but, but their college has nothing to do with where they're playing. In my mind, yeah. it makes sense that you keep an eye on people that play close to you. Uh, I mean, I, I know. <laughs> sure. You want you like to keep it close. Wow. Uh, the final one is Josh Jacobs. Broncos. Now the Raiders. Oh, oh man! Eventually dang. you get to a Broncos. <laughs> yeah. No, no Broncos though. Uh, I, I just don't even know any more teams than what I named. Really. You did win though. Look at this. Thank yeah. You. Got four out of ten. That's pretty good. Eddie, what do you have to say? I mean, that's amazing. Amy, very impressive this morning. Thank, Thank you for you. believing in me. And now Lunchbox owes you fifty bucks. Pay up. What? No, yeah, you didn't hear that part? There's no game. Let's go over and check in with the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Good morning, Bobby Bones. I have a bit of a strange situation. My ex-husband and I have been divorced now for five years. Our youngest son has my ex-husband's name, which is Robert. Well, my ex is now remarried and having another baby. He told me they're going to name their new baby Robert as well. No. <laughs> the same name as our son. I'm very upset and have asked him to please not take my son's name or I'll change my son's name to something else. Yep. Oh, man. Oh. This poor kid. I mean, I yeah. Know, that's rough. I mean, he had assured me he would talk to his wife. This was months ago. Last week, I saw the baby shower pictures, and on the banner, it said, Welcome, new baby Robert. Should I reach out to the new wife and tell her? 
I have so many mixed feelings. Please give me some advice. I feel like a crazy person right now. Why does he want two sons? That's crazy. <laughs> you got this, Bones. <laughs> Why does he want two sons named Robert? You're right. Why does he? 100%. That's wild. Uh, thank you, Ashley. Ugh. It's a weird situation because why do you want two sons named Robert? Right. Isn't it normally just generationally it goes Robert, then Robert the second, then Robert the third? Not like siblings. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they could do Robert the second and Robert no, the third. Robert the half. No, no, no. Generations. It's first of all, let me say this. This is weird. I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know why the the the, the new wife is in on this. It's all weird. However, it ain't your business. Yeesh. Yeah. You I mean, can't you tell, don't you call can't the te- wife, no. no. You can't tell somebody what to name their kids. It's weird, and I hate it for you. And the guy sounds like a real turd. Yeah. Robert Sr., you mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't like him. I don't like <laughs> Robert Sr. And then also, but you should not change your other son's name. Unless the son no! wants to for some reason. But, like, that's you not. You don't change your kid's that's name. That's petty. Today. Son, we're going to change your name to Wilbur. You cool with that? <laughs> Not what, what? No, this is an awful situation. And how about them? They're going to grow up as half-brothers mm-hmm. and both be named Robert. Yeah. Oh, that's Maybe one ends up being Bobby and Robert or Robbie or who knows. I mean, surely this has been done before, though. This can't be the first weirdo. You're not a crazy person. Right. I would be going crazy, too. But my advice as someone who is away from the situation is you can't, you can't hop into this. You can't tell that new wife... You can't tell your ex-husband, it ain't your kid, it just sucks. Sometimes things are weird in life, and you have to accept them, and that's one of them. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell him what to do, but I think as an ex-husband that you share a child with, you can express yourself, which it seems you've already done that, and you've made him aware of how you feel about it, but that's that's all you can do. You can't expect him to do what you're asking or anything, and you just got to let it go. This guy's a total id, right? Totally. Yeah. I don't get it. But there's nothing you can do, so just accept that. Acceptance, you're going to have a, a son named Robert, and he's going to have, have a half-brother named Robert. Mm. Well, I mean, George Foreman didn't name his kids George Jr., George III, George IV, and George V. Okay. All his kids, though. All his kids. Yeah. Yeah, he had a Georgina, too. One of his daughters <laughs> yeah, was named Georgina. So weird. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, sorry we don't have better news for you, Ashley, but sometimes just acceptance is news that we need to hear. You can't do anything about it. Do not change your kid's name, by the no. way. Let me end on that. Don't try to, don't even call him anything new. Yeah. The one thing you could do for your son, your son, Robert, is like just make it as normal as possible for him. You don't need to talk bad about the other you Call him King family. Robert. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> yeah, elevate him. The original. Yeah. OG Robert. The OG. <laughs> All right. Sorry the news isn't better, but thank you for sending that email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. There was a one-year-old who survived three nights alone in the forest with wolves and bears. What? The son reports that the 22-month-old girl was playing with her family. They were in an unfenced garden, wandered off while her mom was speaking to a neighbor. A search party of approximately 500 people found the baby three days later in a thick forest two and a half miles from her home. Oh, my goodness. And this area was just ripe with wolves and bears. That's crazy. The baby now speaks wolf, which Here is crazy. Here we go. Here no, Tarzan. I made that part up. That's about that part up. But 22-month-old, wow. chilling in the woods for three nights, alive. Isn't it crazy that a predator also just didn't find right. a yeah. very vulnerable animal there, being a small human? Mm-hmm. That is a wild story. Now, she, there are big hopes on this baby now. Like, you got to do something big in your Something's life. Something's got to happen big with you. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you don't live through that. And not have something great happen wow. to you. You need a story. Let's go over to Donna in Florida. Donna, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Just wanted to let you know that I thought your show in Syracuse, New York, on Friday afternoon was fantastic. Well, thank you. You know, we've gotten a little trouble about a line in one of our songs. I heard that, and I found nothing offensive. I am a granny who needs to not be penned, and I thought the whole thing was hysterical. Okay. Yes, good. I, so you're I, telling me I, if I, I had on my fanny pack and you needed an EpiPen and I hit you with it, you would be happy with that? I'd be thrilled. My brother and sister-in-law were up there. They're camping up there for the fair. And I 
was going up for your show, and they told me I could stay with them, which was wonderful of them. They both have fanny packs. They had never really had much knowledge of your shows. I they brought them with me to it, and they lit, they loved it. They were absolutely hysterical. They are your biggest fans now, next to me, and it was wonderful. Thank Don't you very much. Well, I, I love that you called. It makes me, you know, if, if you're new to the show, they tried to cancel our band, The Raging Idiots, because of a line in a song that said, if you need an EpiPen to bring your granny back, it's in your fanny pack. It's a whole song about fanny packs. Yeah. And Donna here is a granny that needs an EpiPen, and if we had to hit her with it, we brought her back, she'd be happy with that. I don't like cancel culture. And I love that her family, they didn't know who we were, but they were fans of fanny packs. Yes. yes. So it all now, per- now like they're fans. It's like perfect stew of all your favorite things. <laughs> yes. Here, I'll, we'll play the first part of fanny pack for you, free at home. To, you can be the judge if we should be canceled or not. I woke up this morning with a lot to do, but my pants didn't have enough pocket room. I got my keys, my phone, my chapstick too. Good thing I got a pouch like a kangaroo. Fanny pack. If you need a rubber band or a real light snack If you need an EpiPen to bring your granny back Fanny pack Okay I'm walking down the street All eyes on me What's that around my waist in neon green I'm zipped in the front and snapped in the back Y'all already know that's my fanny pack Refuse to be canceled, right, Eddie? Yeah, we refuse. If you need an EpiPen to bring your granny back, send my fanny pack. Thank you. Or you can turn that off, Ray. Uh, and Donna, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Thank you for coming to the show, and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you, too. You guys take care. All right, bye-bye. <sighs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Nine-year-old Shepard Culver, he's from Washington State, and he's been wanting to see the Statue of Liberty with his own eyes. So he said, Dad... Let's ride our bikes to the Statue of Liberty. And he's like, dad's like, uh, okay. So they get prepared. They do this, but like really 30, 45 minutes into their ride, their son starts getting headaches. So they take him to the doctor. Turns out he has type 1 diabetes. So he gets treated for that. He finds out all the medication he needs for it. And they say, all right, a year later, let's do this ride. So they do it, and they actually make it. 18 weeks, 3,300 miles, and they make it all the way to New York City and see the Statue of Liberty with his own eyes. They rode for 18 weeks? 18 weeks. (laughs) Father and son. Well, I don't know if I would ever be able to do while that. While having type 1 diabetes. Though. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's a really Pretty cool, cool story. That's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I have two things that's going to happen in the next few months. I have signed up for a sleep study because I'm sleeping four hours a night, then I'm waking up for a couple hours, and then I'm sleeping for three more hours. It's every night. I never sleep all the way through the night. And so I check it on. I go, to the, hey, can I get a sleep study? I go to my general doctor, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I have a sleep study scheduled for December. I can't even get one till December. But, I mean, good for you. I'm glad you're finally doing it. December. Oh, yeah. I mean. That's a long time not to sleep. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time. Well, it's already been years. <laughs> but I was surprised I couldn't get until December. Mm. Are, is everybody suffering from some sort of sleep disorder now? It's got to feel good that you're not alone. <laughs> no, I want to be alone and I want to fix it. Uh, the next one is I have a colonoscopy that I think I have to for sure schedule today. Oh. But I'm just going to go ahead and do that now, too. You've been looking forward to that. Yeah, that's been your favorite. I have not been looking forward (laughs) to it. But I tell you, I have crazy stomach problems. I have IBS, the whole thing. And sometimes it gets better, sometimes it doesn't. But I saw Jimmy Dykes, who's an ESPN basketball analyst. He had posted a picture of him getting colonoscopy. And I've been putting it off, and I was like, if he can do it, I'm just going to go do it. And so... I'm going to go and have them put a camera up my butt mm-hmm. and figure out what's wrong. Yeah. And hopefully they figure it out. But part of me scared to death they're going to find out something that's not good. Yeah. You know who else? Um, Charles Kelly's wife hit me up and was like, hey, you just do it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I agree with her. I'm glad you're doing it. Uh, you're making the right moves for yourself. I wish I could do them at the same time. I, oh. go, I have a sleep study, and while I'm asleep, they colonoscopy <laughs> me. That'd be nice. Yeah. They will knock you out. When I had mine done, I was like 21, so it was very... Odd. It's like I was definitely the youngest person in the waiting room. 
but I was knocked out. But my eyes, I opened during it, and they have these uh, screens all up in the room where they're looking at your insides. Why did you open your eyes during it? I don't know. I I my, my, I opened my eyes and I could see my organs Wild. on the screen. You weren't supposed to see that, huh? It was crazy. Oh, oh boy. I know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, nothing scared me or anything, but it's like I could see what the camera was seeing. And could you were, talk? No. And that then I was like being buried, buried alive. Oh, I feel yeah. like being buried. Like, like you can't move or mm-hmm. get out. You couldn't say anything? Well, I mean, I don't remember the whole thing. I just know that I opened my eyes and I saw the screens and then I don't know if I went back to sleep or what. And the next thing I know, like I woke up and my mom was there and she drove me home. Wait, I can, did it hurt at all? No, you're, I was totally out of it. No, no. The, the prep hurt. Oh, they <laughs> the get, day before. I, there's a box yes, of you have like to stuff drink. you have to drink and what? basically you have to, all, you have to clean your system out. Yeah, oh. for the whole day before. And so well, I'm going to schedule it on a Friday at like 1030 as soon as the show's over. I go right in, camera mm-hmm. up. I mean, I've already got it scheduled where I'm going to walk right in and bend it, like, oh, right to it. You will have no some wasting time. pre-op visits where you will actually have to do that. You have to practice and stuff? <laughs> what? I mean, that sounds it, terrible. No, you walk, ah, you walk in the room. What's happening? The, like, the, you walk in and they're like, hey, how are you? And I've already been like, checked. Good. When I ripped my butt on a Peloton, oh. they had to get up all the time. Man. I just got used to it. I was like, hey, what's up, Chuck? Hey, all right. All right, left, left leg up. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, up. and if you have to go to the gynecologist, that happens there too. But I, I don't have to do that. So it's not lucky. So yeah, it's not common for me. How far up do they go? I don't know. But here's the thing, Eddie. <laughs> I wanted to tell you a couple things. Okay, what? I'm a sleep study, not looking forward to it. Long ways away. A colonoscopy, <laughs> not looking forward to it. Not that long away, I don't oh, think. Oh, man. But I'll let you guys know. And I'm doing it, and I'm being as responsible as possible mm-hmm. because I want people to also take their health seriously. Because you never know what's going on up there. And I'm going, and all jokes aside, and I do have to joke about it because I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm going to go do it for that reason. I'm also a little younger than you should be to do it. 45 is what they're saying is when you should get involved. Get involved. I don't (laughs) know what to say. A charity? I don't know. (laughs) A relationship? I don't know. Dabble in gastroenterology. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. We're a team, right, everybody? Yeah. Yes. And I want you all there well, with no, me but, in the room holding your hand. No, you're doing it. Oh, okay. This is Jenna from Florida. I was just listening to the podcast from Friday, and you guys are talking about how Bobby married up with Caitlin. And I just wanted to say that I agree. Caitlin is very pretty. Bobby is very handsome as well. I love your glasses. Like, you didn't really marry up because in my eyes, I think you guys both look like you belong together. And I'm sure other people agree with that statement. I don't know that they do, but thank you for that, right? That's nice. I know where I fall on that the physical spectrum. 6.2. You definitely married up. Yeah, yeah, that's okay to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Jenna. Of all the physical attributes you could elicit about me, <laughs> the glasses, my glasses, <laughs> my, could have been my height, shoulders, cheekbones, your muscles. She's like, no, no, I, I really like the socks that you wear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and here, here's one more. Hey, Bobby, and good morning, studio. I just need help settling a debate with my fiance. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Let me know what you guys think. The answer is no. It is not a Christmas movie. And I'm going to tell you, it happens at Christmas, and it's a big part of it, but you can have that same movie not at Christmas. Home Alone, not a Christmas movie. If they ever can show the movie not at Christmas time, it's not a Christmas movie. Home Alone is a Christmas movie, yeah, but... But it's not. Okay, well, it's, I mean, they'd have to change a lot about the movie. <laughs> no, not really. If but, you take Christmas out, there's so much you would have to Christmas change. Christmas is a secondary theme. But the, they're robbing houses at Christmas time. Have you ever seen but Home can, Alone, not Christmas time? But yes, they show it. People tag me all the time when it's on a June, <laughs> July. Really? Oh, you better. If it's ever on anything in the summertime, I'm tagged constantly. It's <laughs> funny. Um, it's an unpopular opinion I have, but yeah. I, I think either one of those movies could have still been written and made just by inserting another holiday in there. Okay. That's my thought. Hey, yeah. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, thank you for that. These are all laughs taken from our show. Can you name the country artist that's laughing? If you miss it, you're eliminated. I'm going to play two because I don't know them. Let's go. All right, go ahead. Number one. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) I have it, but that's a tough one. That cut's really short. That's It is really short. short. (laughs) Man, I feel like if they left that just a little more longer, we'd know exactly who that is. (laughs) I can see it. (laughs) Yes, I can visualize it too. I think that was a fun game. Amy? Kit Moore. K- 
Kip Moore. I, interesting. I don't. Weird I just choice. went with a guess. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. It's Luke Bryan. It's Luke. It That's is? what I have written down. Yeah. What do you have? Kip Moore. <laughs> oh wow! You so too. I wasn't like yeah, that far I mean, off. I, it was so short. I had... No, it doesn't mean you're not less far off because you get you teamed with lunchbox. Why? Amy, Amy, Amy goes. I wasn't that far off. <laughs> well, if somebody else heard what I heard. Okay. Uh, next up, <laughs> I'm in, Eddie. Yeah, I'm in. Do you know that one? Yep. <laughs> do I do it at the same time? <laughs> one, two, three. John jump party. party. <laughs> I can't help but laugh during all these. Next one. <laughs> what? Oh, it's a tough one. What? Go ahead. <laughs> Bones, I hear. I nothing. don't know that one either. I have a guess. <laughs> That's All tough. Right. Who I'm do you guessing. have? Craig Morgan. I have Craig Morgan. Luke? No. Play. That's Luke Combs. Play it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I now it I hear now. it. Hey, we're both now still in it. it, though. All right. That's Luke Combs, huh? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I got it. <laughs> Man, these are challenging, but I think I got that one 100%. <laughs> oh, I can get you right here. <laughs> Do you know it? Yes. 100% I can't, I can't Amy? place it. Amy, don't don't be giving him hints. She wasn't giving I him hints. I wasn't. Yes, I was she was. doing this like channeling. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes play I channel play him. Uh, let, let me and the listeners hear it again. <laughs> I'm sending it to you telepathically Dang, you're right going to get it. I know you're going to get it. But I, even though you have nothing, I'm sure last second you're going to get something. Stop stop talking it down. <laughs> you okay, know this. So let me talk let me talk it out for a second. Okay. It's got to be a big artist. Or it wouldn't be listed up here. Hit it again. <laughs> it, it has to be like an A or a B list artist. And so let's let's talk them down. It's that's that's not is that, that's not Aldine. Let me hear it again. <laughs> so you're gonna say who it's not first, Amy? I'm not doing anything. I know. Anything. I'm just I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. <laughs> like she's in trouble. Before you do it. Okay, give it to me one more time, and I will have to call it. <laughs> Come on. You got nothing in there? <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> what? Come on. Come on. I got nothing. One more time. <laughs> Amy. I'm sending it to him. Should I know the person? Yes. yes 100%. 100%. I'm going to have to tap out. I'm not going to know it. I have Jason Aldean. Oh. Who is it? It's Dustin Lynch. Yeah. Woo. Wow, I've never beat you at a game, I don't think. Yeah, you have. No, I doubt I it. I think you have. Woo! Dang. Will you play that again? <laughs> I could have done this for a month of Sundays, dude. I didn't really? Got it. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I would have never got that one. Good job, dude. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yay! What you else do you have playing? up there on the list? <laughs> That's, That's Craig, Craig Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> what else? Get <laughs> more. Oh, Keith? No. <laughs> The phone ones are tough. Who's that? I, I guess. I, oh, you were nodding your head. I thought you knew. No. Who is I, it? I was agreeing. God's oh. country. Uh, Blake. That's tough. Uh -huh. yeah. All right. What else? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, Brothers Wait. Osborne. Is it? Well, it ain't All right. Well, that's a tough one. Betty, you win. Yeah, I'll nice take job, it. Nice I'll job. take it. Woo. This guy, Leonard Thomas, claimed his half a million dollar winning Powerball ticket a day before it was set to expire. He said, quote, I heard about the Powerball ticket expiring on the radio. And so I took it in, looked at it. It is a winner. Half a million dollars. Wow. I wonder if it was our show we heard it on. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh. We, we talk about this stuff all the time. Man. How about that? You're like, let me go look at my ticket just in case. And it matches. And you're one day out. <laughs> you know, you can't get to that headquarters fast <laughs> enough. That is wild, man. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So handshakes are getting weaker and weaker, and it's a generational thing. Like back in the day, it used to be like a firm handshake, and you knew what you were doing. And then now it's like kids have little tiny weak handshakes. I've never been a fan of shaking hands. I was trained to have a strong handshake, but I don't like the germ on germ. I know everybody's coming around with COVID, but, you know... Like the song said, I was country before country wasn't cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was Jeremy. For <laughs> Jeremy wasn't cool. So, but do you... I don't like if, shaking hands. If you are shaking a hand, though, do you kind of judge it? Firm or soft? 
No. No. I mean, if you go for a firm one and the other one's really soft and limp, you judge a little <laughs> bit, Bones. You're like, oh, that was I weird. Think so. That was weird. <laughs> Yeah. Or if it's too firm, I probably judge too that, now. That too. Like, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> right. How big are the wheels on your truck? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe so. I just don't think about handshaking much anymore. Yeah, we are in a time where waving is totally acceptable. No, the waving's not cool if you're close. <laughs> they tried to make that work. Right next to each other? You just give daps and you're good. I don't even like the elbow. Like, some of the stuff's weird. <laughs> daps or handshake, but I prefer not handshake. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes we share our time marches on moments here and how we're always in a lot of pain. And a survey was done and the average American basically only gets like 13 truly pain-free days every year as an adult. Ooh. I've had none in like, forever. Yeah. You've had no like no, no pain-free pain days. Well, yeah. Um, I, have, I have some sort of tendonitis in my wrist that goes down to my elbow. I've got a broken finger. I got an ankle that's bad. Everything hurts. <laughs> you would think I would need to retire from whatever professional sport I'm playing, but I'm playing no professional sport. Mm-hmm. Well, you did Dancing with the Stars. Shoulder and injury still. Yeah. For a long time. Mm-hmm. I know. I wore boots like a few days ago and I'm still suffering my lower back. So Jimmy Allen secretly married Alexis Gale a year ago. Now, their wedding was May 27th, 2021, but now we know that they've actually been married since June of 2020. And what was the reason for the secret, and then why the big one? I guess probably they got married on his birthday of last year, and it was probably just something special, and it was COVID time, so they probably couldn't have a big to-do, so they just did it and then had the big party this year. Well, if we're being honest, I married <gasps> Caitlin 10 years ago. Oh. No one knew. When she was was 18. She was 19. (laughs) Everybody take their shots. JK, JK, JK. Okay, all right. Um, And yeah, Um, just speaking of weddings on the flip side, Kelly Clarkson was out thriving at a Blake Shelton concert amidst her divorce. Yeah, yeah, she didn't have to give up a bunch of money and... You know, her, her divorce. I'd be thriving, too. Yeah. yeah. She posted a picture with all her girlfriends. She was like, we're living our best life. So I thought it was... And you know she was posting that hoping he would see it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Gabriel Moncada is a homeless man in Houston. He's asleep at the bus stop on the bench. When he hears boom, boom, and he wakes up in a car flipped over and gone into the water, and he helps two women crawl out. The driver is stuck in the vehicle. He gets in the water, undoes her seatbelt, stabilizes her neck, and pulls her out. Whoa. And he said, look, man, I used to be a lifeguard, so I knew to stabilize the neck because she was complaining about neck pain, non-life-threatening injuries. Everybody's A-OK. Oh, wow. Is a homeless guy just sleeping on a bench? Homeless guy sleeping on the bench. Bus stop. Surely bit. somebody's buying him a home or something now, something. right? Or he's like moved into the guest room with her. Maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, people have done less and had got to go fund me for like $10 million. <laughs> wow. That is a, what's his name? Gabriel, Gabriel Moncada. Gabriel, shout out to you, buddy. That is a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Something I haven't mentioned yet is the ACM Awards are moving to Amazon Prime. Which is interesting. Oh, wow. And it will either be a massive success or a disaster. But I think at this point, that's what you need. You got to take risks. I think the hardest thing will be getting eyeballs there. Yeah. Because as you guys know, anything on a streaming platform, we are often told about it way later. It's word of mouth. We need to go check it out later. In an award show, that'll be weird because it's not live. So it's just about getting people to watch it then. So I do think it could be great because you can do stuff. You know, on a streaming platform that you can't do, you know, inside the parameters of being on a network TV oh, yeah. show. I, if it, we listen, you got to stop with just the random country artists hosting shows that aren't hosts. So I think I, eventually what would be cool is if you can kind of curate your own experience. Like, I would rather not watch that live performance. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> or can you vote as it, well, it happens? I, I, all of that would be That'd great. That'd be cool. But this one you can't unless they create like an Amazon award live during the show. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that you yeah. can do. So that's why I'm excited about it because I think that it's either going to be a, a rousing success or it is going to be an absolute disaster. But I sign up for that. I'll take the shot at being a big, big old failure if I have the chance to like break new barriers and show everybody what's up. So I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty, I mean, I guess they, they wanted 22 million bucks for that show and CBS said no thanks. Oh. So CBS is now going to do the CMT awards. But now the ACMs are going to be on Amazon Prime. And it's very industry, but but it's where everything's going anyway. Streaming, streaming, streaming. 
And let me recommend D- Disney Plus, Breaking Bobby Bones. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's pretty cool they're doing that. And so good luck to them. Um, I'm happy to help them in, in whatever way possible in promoting it because I think that's eventually we'll also be able to go and watch. You know, they'll have two performances at the same time. You can pick one of them. Oh, that's true. Like right now, Brothers Osborne's playing. Would you like to watch this one over on this stage? Or would you like to go watch Dirks Bentley over here? And you're like, ooh, look at So streaming gives us a lot of options. This radio show, would you like to hear me tell a story about the ACMs? <laughs> or would you like to hear Lunchbox do the bonehead story of the day? Like eventually you can do all that crap. Ooh, It'll be pretty that's cool. A tough one. All right, over to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. The CEO of IKEA was elected the president of Sweden. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I hear he's still assembling his cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You love that one? I love it. Well, IKEA is a Swedish company. Yes. yes. Oh. And <laughs> there's some stuff you needed. And to presidents have a like, cabinet yes. of people. And then at okay. IKEA, it you takes a while to it. assemble it. I wonder it. why you went Sweden. I just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a whole backstory. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. There you go. That was the morning corny. Here's a few things I've watched. I watched Housewife and the Hustler on Hulu, which is about Erica Jane and her husband, Tom, which I already knew the story, but he's an attorney and he's been doing all this work for people that have been in plane crashes, fires, burns, doing it pro bono, and he wins them millions of dollars in settlements and really never gives them the money. And then according to this doc, it's crazy. Oh. She's, a, house, she's yeah. a real housewife. Yeah, a re- like, and in the previous seasons, a very one of the richest housewives that that was has ever been on a show. And he's like one of the most powerful attorneys in America. Yeah, turns out, according to this documentary, he wasn't that good of a dude. <laughs> it's wild, and now he's claiming he has dementia, and he can't. I think there's no way she didn't know oh, after really? watching the documentary. Have you seen the documentary? I have. Oh, and I still, and I've watched every episode of the current. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's the one that she's on this season. And like, yes, the whole time I'm like, did Erica know? Did she, she know? She knew. Wow. I mean. She knew. She even left the, their little retreat a day early before the New York Times oh, story yeah. came out on that. I mean, I know. There's definitely, she was tipped I mean, I don't watch Housewives or anything. Things, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's just, <laughs> it does seem crazy that she was out of the loop on so much. I watched Stillwater, which I mentioned yesterday, which is Matt Damon, his movie where he's from Oklahoma and he has to go to, his daughter was arrested in France and they accused her of murder and he has to go and try to prove her innocence. It's very much that Amanda Knox story. Um, and she even got upset. She was like, why are you guys stealing my story? Mm. Like you're making another movie about it? Stop exploiting me. Oh, wow. It's fine. I gave it a C plus. Caitlin liked it a little more. It was just over two hours. It was two hours and 20 minutes long. And I think I automatically don't like a movie whenever it's that long. Give me an hour 45, nothing more. But you like the Avengers, and those are really long. I could have done in two parts, though, but two mm-hmm. parts immediately given yeah. to me. Um, watch that. I've watched a show, watched three episodes of the show called Nine Perfect Strangers with Nicole Kidman. I, it's, it's probably going to get good. I don't know that I'm there yet. Oh, you're not there yet? Okay. <laughs> I, I like it, but, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that I know that the other ones, you're right. Like, I, I think they're going to get better, but I've just heard so many good things about the book. Oh, it's a book? Mm-hmm. It's on Hulu. Yeah. It's got Nicole Kidman. It's got the, the woman who's funny from Mike and Molly, and she's also in Bridesmaids. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa yeah, McCarthy. she's oh. yeah. And it's it's but it's a drama, and they all go to this like retreat. And so Caitlin was like, "Let's watch it. I heard it's good." But we're three episodes in, and it could maybe episode four is when it really starts to like. Oh, I'm in. Man. I'm in. But I'm watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. It's uh, by the same person that did Big Little Lies. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted Lasso. We're caught up. It's really good this season, which I expected. Um, Succession, October, is oh, when that's back. And Yellowstone, November. They've announced both of those. How many seasons is Succession in? Too late to start? No. No, oh, no. we just started. started. Okay. And it's slow. Yeah. And sometimes you'll be like, do I even like this show? But you do. So keep watching. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's good too. You watch anything you want to mention? I watch Nine Perfect Strangers and I'm into it. But the, the reason why there's only three is they've only released three so far. I don't know when the fourth one's coming out. Do you? Yeah, every Wednesday. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. so tomorrow. Yay. Anybody watching anything? I'm watching White Lotus. Do you like that on HBO? I, I do like it. It's very strange. Uh, there's definitely a buildup of something's going to happen and nothing's happened yet. Four episodes in, so I'm waiting patiently. Lunchbox? I started Yellowstone because you guys have been talking about it, and so I broke down and bought the first episode. <laughs> oh, you, got, you need to watch more than the first episode, though. Right, and I was like, okay, yeah, there's a lot in the first episode, so it was good, 
but I wasn't hooked. And then also I'm watching Inside Number 9 on Hulu. It's this British comedy show, and every episode is totally different. Really funny. Ah, it's tough for me to watch British stuff, though. Really? So yeah. funny. I just love America so much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right, what's the favor you need from us? Well, we got a company email looking for nominations for outstanding employees because they want to send that employee to Vegas for three days, two nights, and give you $500 in spending cash. So I need you guys to nominate me. Like, listen to the, the sentence they wrote. If this doesn't sum me up in one sentence, I don't know what does. We all know someone who has made a truly extraordinary contribution to our mission and to our teammates, and we want to select that group of extraordinary performers and send them to Las Vegas. Guys, I make your guys' lives so much better. I am an extraordinarily good teammate, and you guys can nominate me. So... I mean, okay, who would you nominate on the show? But don't don't say. Let's say on the count of three. Whoa. Okay, okay. hold on. Let me think. They could it. say you. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're an option for sure. I got it. Okay. One, two, three. Scuba Ray. Steve. What'd you say? I said Ray. I said Ray. Scuba Steve. Lunchbox. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> how did this turn into Scuba Steve or Ray? This is about. I Wait, had this. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll flip a coin. If heads, we all nominate Scuba Steve. Tails, we nominate Ray. Okay, perfect. We all do it together. Great, 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 great. Wait, 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 wait. Well, it's the majority. Nobody, nobody picked you. You brought this to our attention. Yeah, I brought it to your attention, and they're gonna get the. And the only thing in what you read that was screaming your name was Las Vegas and an employee. Extraordinary contribution. That's it. Heads, Scuba Steve. Oh my gosh. Tails, Ray. How did this go south so fast? Here we go. Ready? I don't know what you said. Heads. Heads, Scuba Steve. Oh, Scuba! Hey, Scuba, could you and your wife go to Vegas? Oh, uh, uh, yes. Actually, I'm already going, so I'd like to give it to Ray if that's okay. Oh, Oh, okay. I'll be honest. I'll be honest and give it to this guy. He he definitely deserves it, among a few others in the show. Raymundo, (laughs) would you be okay if we nominated you? Yes, I will gladly accept it. Thank you guys so much. I will not be gambling, but I will use that $500 on other things. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. You know what? Okay. Do you guys have the email? No. Yes, you do. Everybody, everybody has an email. Scuba, can you make sure we get whatever so we can all nominate Ray? Yeah, I'll send you guys a link. Thank you. So no it, it was a trip to Vegas and $500? Yeah. yeah, $500 spending cash. Wow. Three nights, two days. That's awesome. Thanks for bringing that to our days. attention. That we can nominate someone. I don't know how this backfires on me every time. Like, I try to do something good and you guys don't even... What do you mean you try to do something Wait, good? But... What do we miss about you doing something good? But honestly, you can probably <laughs> still nominate yourself. Yeah. I mean, you get tickets to the VIP after party. You get uh, transportation to and from, all the meals paid, and $500 spending money. All your meals paid plus $500. Come on. That's pretty good. It's good. And it doesn't even, now we're going to Ray. Good, good luck, Ray. Yeah, thank you. No, but this is also funny as well, just because I did, how ironic, stop gambling and I'm going to the gambling mecca. Well, you don't know <laughs> that you've won yet. Oh, I, if with all you guys' votes, there's nobody else that's going to get that kind of votes. Okay. Well, well, I'll, Scuba, get us all that link and we'll all vote. Uh, I'm sending it right now. Okay. Everybody feel good about yeah, that? Yeah, I feel, feel great. great. <laughs> yep. Oh, I just got an email to nominate Ray, even though Lunchbox <laughs> should be uh, yeah! on his way. Uh. So a bride asked some strangers to help her get to her wedding. She's 28. She was on her way to the ceremony when the vintage car that she rented broke down on the side of the dirt road. Oh, oh no. She said, hey, I thought this car was really cool. Wanted to arrive to the wedding in it, and it broke down. You know, that's what stinks about old cars, even yeah. if they're cool. I have an old Bronco. It's could be totaled now. We don't know. But when we first got it, we were like, this is so cool. And then it's old. And it broke down in all the highway. We were like, this is not so cool. Uh, eventually, she hitchhiked. They hitchhiked half. They had to get a ride half an hour to the church on her wedding day. She waved at passing cars for 10 to 15 minutes on back roads to stop, and finally, a group stopped and took her to her wedding. Oh, man. Was she in her wedding dress? Because that's a long time for people not to stop. I know. I'm like, (laughs) how would you see a bride on the side of the road? Probably not. Okay. Okay. But I don't know. She's in a car that she she wants to be seen. This reminds me of my friend Jesse. He went skydiving. Here we go. (laughs) He did. It was his wedding day, and he went skydiving, and so he... His, he had a kind of a mess up, landed in a tree, mm-hmm. had to cut himself down, landed in the back of a tomato truck, yeah. and he kind of had to hitchhike to his wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? A, a bus. So yeah. did it work out? A bus picked him up. Uh, it was a, a choir was in the bus, and then they all went to the church together and sang. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. He landed in tomato truck? Well, he, he, land, he p- skydiving, landed in a tree, and he couldn't get down, so he had to cut himself down, but a guy, like a farmer with a tomato truck, had to pull underneath him, and he had to land in the tomatoes. That's incredible. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like so you've never heard this story, Lunchbox? No. No. Well. I don't. I mean, I didn't know. I, I, I the odds of a tomato truck pulling up. <laughs> well, he I did it. The guy they saw they him. Helped him. And then yeah. pulled underneath so he could help oh. him get down. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was amazing. They had the same first dance song that Caitlin and I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, ironically, he did. He played it. How crazy is yeah. that? Yeah. Uncle Jesse. You know. He made, <laughs> oh my God. It's Full House. You remember that? You remember I, that? I didn't. I, no, I wasn't a Full House guy. He thought it was my real uncle. Yeah, I did. was like, who is Jesse? What in the world? Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A kindergarten teacher in Michigan has been blown away by an act of kindness from a stranger. Casey Purdy teaches at Brownwell STEM Academy in Flint, Michigan and took a second job bartending to help pay for supplies in her classroom because there were a ton of pay freezes, there were cuts in the district. Her story was featured on the news, and somebody's watching the news and said, hey, I want to help out. So this guy Steve did a TikTok challenge and said, hey, I saw this on the news. How about we raise money for her so she can buy stuff for her classroom? And so he raised 500 bucks with the help of his followers and gave it to the teacher, and she cried, and then more people saw it, and then more money came in, and then now she's just loaded for bear. With that's, her classroom because she was on the news. That's awesome. Which is a great story. I did see another story, though. Do you see the story about the woman who was complaining about her rent? And she was like, I'm here with my three kids. And then all these people gave all the money. And then she was like, okay, well, they, they really weren't my kids. Oh, oh, my. oh see? No. Got them. That's I mean, why you the, can't trust it people. It ruins it for everybody. But I do like this story, and it's a good reminder and like shows others that teachers, they have these lists, and you can... Find out if your teacher has one and try to support them. Mm-hmm. Buy a few things off of it or something. Yeah, I like that. But I do, the TV thing, I like that that worked out, but I just it just reminded me. Why do you have to throw something, tell me something well, bad in there? I, I don't think it's tell me something bad, it's tell me something real, because then she was eventually caught. <laughs> tell me something oh, real. Yeah. yeah, tell me something good should always be tell me something real. That's good. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's a great story. This is a great story. That other one wasn't very good. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? A lot of voicemails. You can leave a voicemail for us anytime. Meaning if it's 10 p.m. and you're listening to the podcast, call the same number you call like we're live right now. 877-77-BOBBY. That's the voicemail number. That's the live number. 877-77-BOBBY. Hi, Bobby. Morning, studio. Just a quick question. Did Stanley ever get kicked out of his little doggy daycare? Just wanted to know, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. He's still living with two strikes. Wow. He's only one <laughs> strike away. Ooh, living on the edge. He... Yeah, he's, he, um, he's a good dog, but he's a big, fat bulldog that runs through things, and he's been in trouble a couple times, but he's all right. Eddie was over at the house last night. Dude, he's he's like a new dog. He's, he's a, so he, sweet. He's gentle. He's clumsy. Clumsy, sure, but he's a bulldog because yes. he's big. But dang, he's a lot of improvement. But he has two strikes at doggy daycare. One more <laughs> strike, and they don't let him come back anymore. Poor guy. But I appreciate you asking that. Uh, this is David from Mississippi. Uh, I'm listening to an older podcast episode, and uh, you know, talking about playing 2K and stuff on PlayStation. Man, I need some people to play with. So if you ever want to play some 2K or some Call of Duty on PS5, hit me up, man. My gamer tag is Boiler Dog 12. B O I L E R. D-A-W-G-1-2. Let's go! Of course, dog is D-A-W-G. I gotta be honest, I haven't played PlayStation in forever. That was such a pandemic thing when we couldn't leave the house. And Caitlin even bought me a PS5 for Christmas, and I never play it, and I hate me for it sometimes. But it's a lot of fun. I was talking about what my perfect day would be to her. This We wake up this morning, we have a little conversation. And I was like, my perfect day would be wake up about 10 10, 10.30. That's nice. Have a little breakfast. Go watch the Razorbacks play football at like noon. You know, play a little pickup basketball or like get in a softball game in the afternoon. We have dinner. Then I play PlayStation all night, play NBA. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, that's that would be the perfect <laughs> day for me. Wow. I know. Was, yeah. was hers anything like that? I didn't ask her. She's Oh. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm way more awake, way early in the morning than she is. And I think sometimes she just acts like she's listening. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is what my perfect day would be. Um, okay, David, thank you. Let's do a couple more. This is Jamie from Tampa, Florida. What's up, Bobby? Uh, I was just going to say I love the Bobby Bones show. I listen every single morning. And, Bobby, when are we going to get more Breaking Bobby Bones? I would love to see season two if, if we're going to get that. I love you guys. God bless. Thank you. I, I still don't know if we're going to get season two. Uh, the streaming numbers, money spent during pandemic again. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. I'm just sitting here 
going, I wonder if we're going to do season two. So well, are you know. already like brainstorming season two? Like in your head, I'm surely you might be coming up with a plan or maybe what you would do differently. If I could choose to do anything differently, I wouldn't put it on at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock. That'd be nice. Because I felt like a lot of our listeners couldn't watch it so late. Oh, I agree. I'd change that. That Yes. I mean, I would change that immediately. I don't have control over that at all. I do think that that hurt us a bit. I couldn't even stay up to watch the show sometimes. Um, so, you know, if you're waking up early listening to the show, you probably aren't staying and watching it on live TV. But it's on Disney Plus now, so you can watch it at any time. Right. But I would make that change. Um, I'm, I was scared of all of them. I would just, I don't think I would change anything physically. I would train probably a little more leading up to the show and be, in, be stronger at times. But I don't know if we're doing season two. And as soon as I know, I'll let you guys know. It may be a, hey, we're not doing season two. But either way, I will let you know. You know, I saw the the head of Nat Geo at your wedding. Mm-hmm. What's her name again? Courtney Monroe. Courtney Monroe. She came up to me so nice. And I mean, she came up to me, but then was talking about Oh, no, how- they're doing Breaking Amy now. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, hate to break it to you. <laughs> season two is not happening for you because I'm getting my own show. Uh, no, she did, but she was just very complimentary of how amazing you are to work with and how you made it a breeze for them. And they're just like ecstatic over it. So I feel like if it's there's not a season two, that might be, I'm sure there's a really, really good explanation for it. I'm just going to work hard. I'm not the most talented person. I'm not the funniest. I'm pretty funny. I'm pretty talented. I'm pretty everything. I'm not really good at anything except showing up on time, being very easy to work with, and putting extra effort in. Yeah. I think that's what she meant yeah. by, like, you're easy and that's to what's work got, with that's what's got me here. you get it done. Uh, let's do one more. This is uh, voicemail four. Um, my son and I have a morning corning for you. Why can't you trust a tree? Because it seems shady. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hope this voice don't get played. We love listening to you guys from Tallahassee, Florida. Appreciate that. Good one. Thank you. And thank you for the voicemails always. We couldn't do this show without you for sure. Uh, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A mom has taken over 1,000 driving lessons but still has not passed the test. Over 1,000 lessons over the past 30 years but still has yet to pass her driving test. Her name is Isabel Stedman. She had her first lesson when she was 17, but she faints when she gets behind the wheel. Oh, well, I mean, well, that's the uh, problem. She that's estimates just... she spent more than... Ah. She just spent some of the money at the doctor figuring out the fainting thing <laughs> more than the car thing. She estimates she spent more than $10,000 on lessons and she'll keep trying. But, okay. Uh. Not to this degree, but it feels like me and golf. <laughs> I just can't get good. I practice. I hire people to practice. Nobody can teach me. Yeah, but you get up to the tee. Do you faint? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. Sometimes. There's nobody that can fix me and make me a good golfer. And I'm still a pretty good athlete, but I've just, just decided I'm just never going to be a good golfer and nobody can fix me. That's it. So you know what I do? I watch golf TikToks. That and the that's milk crate. That's how you get your golf fix? Um, that's most of my feed. Mm-hmm. That or the milk crate challenge. I watched it all night last night. What's that? What is that? You guys haven't seen the milk crate no. challenge? No, I have no idea. I saw idea. the headline, but I didn't click it. I've been I watching it for like in. a week. Okay, but what is it? You know, milk crates, the little plastic squares, like when I used to work at Hobby Lobby. Yes. Or they would lit- okay, or Walmart, they, milk is literally in them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so what they do is they turn them upside down and they build like a staircase. It goes up and then back down the other side. Okay. And people have to try to walk over the top of them. Without it's it very shady. Oh, man, and they wipe out hard. <laughs> and oh, no. I don't like watching people fall. I don't like watching injuries. I, but I will watch a milk crate challenge all day, all night. Why don't we do that? Because we build Amy, one. you should watch people wipe out. Like, it looks like they die. Oh. How high do they get, Bones? Well, at one, two, three, probably Four seven. Six yes. or seven feet? No, no, no. Not oh. feet. Six or seven <laughs> crates high. Okay. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I, I will not take them. I'm injured. My wrist. I'm wearing a wrist Why? guard today. It's a whole, I can tell you in a, in a segment coming up in a minute. Okay. I thought you were going bowling. No. Yeah, At first I thought that. Caitlin told me I looked like a secretary with carpal tunnel when I was leaving the house this morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Um, milk crate challenge. We'll finish the news and I want you to watch a couple. Okay. Somebody then, might die. Oh. But it's hilarious to watch, man. It's hilarious. I couldn't stop. Does anyone complete it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw one guy do it in heels. Oh. Yeah. With like a crate? That's hard with little holes in it. So people broken bones? Oh, I don't know. I don't follow up on the medical diagnosis. (laughs) I just watch the clip and if they fall, I laugh and and I'll swipe to the next one. Oh, I'm worried. Um, A guy was in the hospital on a ventilator when a pipe burst in the ceiling. 
and dumped hundreds of gallons of human waste on him. Oh, oh. that's a terrible. I mean, day. that's I'm not a litigious person, but you might be able to sue after that. He has since been released from the hospital and is now suing. Yes, yes. Full story from Ten News in Knoxville, Tennessee. Shout out Knoxville. A Speedwell mother and son are suing the University of Tennessee Medical Center and two contractors after they say a downpour of human waste fell on them while he was in the intensive care unit last no. year. That's deadly. They want uh, comp uh, damages, one million bucks, and punitive damages, about a million bucks. You I know mean, what? Give it to him. Yeah. Hey, no. what's, what's this guy's name? It's, it's traumatic, and you're in ICU, so you're already fragile. Patricia Gibson and Joel Patterson. So I say justice for Patricia and Joel. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there was extreme ne- negligence there in whatever was Well, there's just a lot of poopy water. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, how did that happen? I have more news, but we'll get to it later. I, I do want to just get to some of these, let you guys watch some of these milk crate videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, you have a six-year-old foster son. Yes. And he wasn't wanting to eat what? Uh, vegetables. He just, anything with sugar, he'll eat it, no problem. But veggies, he just didn't want to touch it. So what do you do as a parent? Uh, little hacks, little hacks here and there. I've done it a couple of times, but the latest one was uh, we had a salad going on and there was lettuce there. And he's just like, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to eat that. And we're like, well, what is it? Have you tried? He's like, no, I just, I can tell I don't like it. I was like, you don't even know what it is. He says, well, what is it? I said, that is a chocolate leaf. That is the leaf that is wrapped around a chocolate when they pull chocolate from trees. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, Yes. Well, then let me try it. So he ate all the salad, and he was like, well, it didn't taste like chocolate, but it wasn't bad. I'm like, I know. Isn't that crazy? And he ate the whole thing. And I've done this with Cheetos before, with carrots. I tell them, like, those are Cheetos without the cheese all over. And they're like, really? Yep. And they eat all the carrots. (laughs) These poor kids are going to grow up and tell this when they get to college. Well, maybe I'll help someone eat their veggies. (laughs) But they'll be healthy when they get there. That's right. (laughs) Hey, Kim in Alabama, you're on the show. Kim, what's going on? Do you have a child hack? Oh, my goodness. When I did daycare, this little boy, we had green beans for lunch, and he was bound and determined not to eat those green beans. And I said, well, that's okay. I said, why don't you just pretend that they're french fries and dip them in your ketchup? He looked at me so weird, and he goes, well, okay, I'll give it a try. From He did. He ate it. He loved it. Green beans with ketchup. That's good. Yeah. Good one. I thank you for that call. Appreciate that. Have a good day. Yeah, see you later. Kevin in North Carolina, you are on the show. Kevin, what's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, So first of all, I just want to say that I absolutely love your show. Uh, I made a pact when I was a child that I would never listen to these rain or lane talk show uh, radio station things in the morning. But I absolutely love you guys, and you make my day every day. Uh, thanks, man. Who'd you make uh, that pact what? with? <laughs> like, you, uh, you and a buddy? It, it, was like, it was like a couple. Of, it was like a couple of childhood friends before I moved down here to North Carolina. Nice. And they're like, we just, we, we just heard the lamest <laughs> stories on the radio. And we're like, yeah. man, we're never going to grow up to listen to any of that. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. So you, you guys have been amazing, and thanks, I truly Kevin. appreciate you guys every morning. Oh, uh, but so last night we went out to supper, my family and I. And right before we go, my son's like, where we're going? And I was like, dude, this place has the only diet water in town. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, bro, diet water. I kid you not. So we sit down at the table. He looks at the waitress. He's eight years old. He looks at the waitress and he's like, I'll have a diet water, please. And the woman kind of like cock eyes him and she looks at me and I just kind of nod and she's like, all right, I'll bring that right out for you. Brought out the diet water. He absolutely loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours last night looking for diet water online. Oh my. What about diet makes him like the water? Uh, so, so I've always been big on diet sodas. Got it. Just because I don't like the sweetness of real sodas. So I kind of, I try to steer him away from like the Mountain Dews and like the hardcore sodas. So I, I, I just do diet and he's just kind of always, been one of those kids that like, oh, dad does it. That must be perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. If you do <laughs> no, it, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just dropped diet water, and it was an instant success, <laughs> and now he's got diet water in school this morning and everything. Kevin, wow. appreciate that call, man. Thank you for taking the time to call us up. Thank you, guys. I hope you all have a great day. All right, see you later. <laughs> on the phone now is Angela in Oklahoma. Angela, welcome to the show. What's going on? 
tell you a sweetheart I got did with my son when he was about 12 years old. Um, I told him that one of the first signs of puberty was that your taste buds changed, and so he got really excited and kept trying new things. Oh, you told him he, when you get older, you like new things, so he wanted to get older quicker. So he started eating olives and stuff. Oh, that's cool. You know, adult foods. She's cutting out a little bit, but yeah. I think that's what, kind of what I got from it. Right, I think guys? I heard puberty in yeah. there. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you for the call, Angela. Sorry, your phone was cutting out a little bit there. Uh, Debbie in Texas. Debbie, you're on the show. What's going on? My daughter was young. She was iron deficiency. So I would take liver and cut it up like steak fingers and batter it and fried, and she would eat it. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, anything battered and fried. Yeah, I guess I My would. My grandma too. used to eat livers like crazy. Mm-hmm. Chicken livers? Oh. But I don't think I would know the difference. I mean, I know I, I liked them because I guess she liked them, but she would eat a lot of livers. No. Oh. Yeah. But fried and battered, anything. it almost doesn't matter anything. what it is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Debbie. Have a great day. <laughs> All right, see you later. <laughs> a lot of parents are staying in hotels close to their kids whenever they go to college for like the first week or two weeks of school. Ooh. Just to I be mean, there. that's so I ridiculous. Like that. to, no. no. You would what? like that. You I, are the I helicopter mean, parent. <laughs> Why? I, mean, I heard that. I'm like, that's not a bad idea. Universities have now set up discounts and worked with local hotels because of the number of parents that want to stay close <laughs> after oh. their kids move in. Okay, one to two days if you're helping your child move in, totally. I get it. But one, one to, to two, two days, drop them off. No, no, peace out. They may you, need you, Bones. Yeah, like I get it. My mom helped me like set everything up. I feel blessed to have had that from her. But I mean, she stayed with me. But I can see one or two days. But one or two weeks, that's crazy. Hey, drive them to school, <laughs> unpack their crap, drive away if you need to. I'm my no one yeah, even knew where I, I was know. going to college. You just had to do yeah, it all yourself. I was different. I went and told I said, hey guys, I'm going to college. Oh, yeah? Where are you going? And then I got in the car, packed up, and left. Yeah. The, the day before. Now, do you tell your kids in this scenario that you're staying at a hotel right down the road, or Probably. do you just stay there? Yes. If you're a helicopter oh, parent, they're used to you being okay. a helicopter Deceive parent. Deceive your <laughs> freshman in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, over on the phone is Alicia, who is in Virginia. Alicia, talking about helicopter parents. What's going on? Hi, yeah. So I did my senior thesis in college on helicopter parents and the correlation with sick, um, homesickness. And so I went to school 15 hours away from Florida to Maryland, and I found that, like, uh, the co- closer you are to the college, the more likely your parents are to be helicopter parents. So if you live closer to the school, uh, that makes well, yeah, sense. Yeah, because you can be there. Because they can be there. Mm-hmm. Where if you just break it off and go all the way across the country, they can't be there at the mm-hmm. drop of a dime. So you probably stop feeling like you can go to that parent or that parent can come to you all the time. Yeah, pretty good. Makes sense. Pretty basic. Uh, are, uh, what kind of grade did you get there, Alicia? Oh, I got decent grades. No, on that on the thesis. On that thesis, what'd you get? Oh, <laughs> um, I got an A on that. Okay. That was my senior finalized. Well, okay, but ultimately, your conclusion from that was that that helicopter parenting is good, like good, or just not recommended. Um, it was it was a differ because I asked if like the kids liked their parents being helicopter parents, and the ones obviously who are closer to school liked it. Because they could rely on the parents like they did when they were home. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, so it's it's really a mix between the kids on what they like. I oh. think if you're used to it, then you want it to continue when you're in college. Well, appreciate that call. Yeah, thanks. Have a good day. See you later. Uh, you may ask while I'm wearing this little brace thing on my wrist. I have, yeah. Well, I, like you at times, think I'm still much younger than I really am. Okay. I mean, I am, but yeah. What? What do you mean? I am younger than I really am. What? <laughs> you talking about? I don't think that I am. I know that I am. But, but go not. ahead. Okay. But you're not. My body is. Go ahead. Okay. But you you know how you went and got your earring triple pierced or whatever? Yeah. And you were like, am, am I having a midlife crisis? It's awesome. Right. Kind of the same thing. Like I I work out and still think I'm 22 and like one to the point where Caitlin's like, you've been training for the combine. When do you think you're gonna go in the draft? <laughs> oh, so what? You jump in. Yeah. No, I'm doing it. I train hard and I have nothing to train for. But I'm training and I I hurt my wrist and it continues to get worse and worse and worse. Because I don't stop. How did you hurt it, though? I don't know. It's like a mild something, but I keep working it, and now it's all the way up in my elbow mm. and into my hand. Probably benching, Oh, dude. yeah, tennis elbow. So, and I don't, it's right, I'm left-handed, so it's my right hand. Oh. But same, same thing. You triple pierce your ear. Mm-hmm. I think I'm 21 trying to, you know, be drafted in the first round by the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- that, that's how. But I do look kind of dumb wearing it, but it's the only thing that keeps my wrist straight. Otherwise, it hurts all the time. What? I mean, yeah, it is kind of sad looking. 
I mean, if you fell and hurt it, I get it. But that's just because you worked out too hard. It's because I, yes, I hurt my, I injured my wrist. Mm. Which one is more old person? It's more oh. midlife crisis. Three ear pierced or wearing the wrist brace because you hurt yourself? Ooh. Ooh hurt tough. yourself working out, not falling. It's easy. But that work, working out is better it, than it, falling. It, falling. I go earrings. Earrings. Because at least you're still working out. Like the fall would make him old. Agreed. Because old people fall. Right. Going and getting your ear pierced because you're. When you're not young. Oh, no. When I you're think- 40. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. That's it. <laughs> Because you want to feel like you're in the cool hip trend of doing the three mm-hmm. ears. I am cool and hip. And Bobby, I Has think anyone that- ever cool and hip said I am cool and no, hip? No, no. Guys, problem. trust me. I am cool and hip. Hey, trust me, guys. I'm younger than I am and I'm cool I and am. hip. I am. I love being 40. But like my physical, my my inside, how I feel is not 40. But I'm I'm fine with being 40 and I'm here for it. I think my 40s are going to be my best decade yet. But- my, I am younger than forty. I don't <laughs> in get my that. Body. No, yes. no. Are you gonna start crying? This usually goes into a celebrity space. I think we should I say, just, Amy, you're younger than forty. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 When you yeah. walked in, I was like, "Who's that twenty-five year old?" Yeah, that's hey, right. Girl. Thank my, you. <laughs> my only point was, I was just explaining this. I hurt my wrist. I probably trained harder than I should. Mm. So, what's your plan moving forward? To not hurt my wrist. But you're not going to cut back on the working out? Maybe I'll just not do as many as much rich stuff. Are you going to use that when you work out? This? Yeah. I have a different one for working out. Oh, it's oh cooler? I have a workout. No, it's, it's not cooler oh. at all. Hey, maybe you should go three ear pierce. You think so? Yeah. Better for me? <laughs> you think three ear pierce is less of a midlife crisis than an injured wrist? It's not about the injured wrist. It's about you working out so hard, right? Mm. Like, is that the midlife crisis? Is that you're taking yourself to the extreme again, like you said, for no reason? <laughs> it's that I continue to work out thinking I physically can still go. Mm-hmm. And I can't. Yeah. He likes to challenge himself. That's true. I didn't look at it that way. That's good. I, actually, I'm growing. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> and what does ear piercing say? Whatever. It's fine. Mine's probably worse. It just says you're younger than 40. That's all it says. I agree. Your ears. No, I, when I your mean, ears walked in, I was like, who are those 17-year-old ears? <laughs> no. Even the Wall Street Journal did a whole article about how it's a midlife crisis, so I'm sure it is. I only brought it out because you posted on your Instagram, my having a midlife crisis. Well, yeah, because of the article. Like, the Wall Street Journal, I posted that too, and I was like, well, yeah, basically, three 40-year-olds just went and got four piercings, so. Were the girls, like, 16 doing it? No, we went to. Did you a, go to the Myers? No, we went to a like a no a grown man with all these tattoos did it. We went to like a tattoo oh, place. Cool. Or like a nice place. How old was he? Did he laugh at you guys? <laughs> That's cool, man. There was a bunch of young girls in there, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Lucky Charms is doing all marshmallows, by the way. Oh, you like? No, they did it once. No, my, my life, how I do my life is Lucky Charms, but. I eat all the oats first, and then I have the marshmallows at the end. <laughs> to, to treat yourself. Yes. That's how I live my life, mm. just generally. But they're putting out, for one other time, marshmallows only, which sounds disgusting. Yeah, really? it's not Gross. as fun. It's, it doesn't taste yeah. as good without the oats. It's like eating steak for dinner every night. Yeah, yeah it's a fantastic. It, you would, it, if you had filet mignon every single night of your life, you'd be like, uh, this is too much. <laughs> yeah. This is too much. Maybe. The marshmallows, in, too much. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Hawaii. A man and a woman, you know, they're like, oh, let's go on vacation. Quarantine's been rough. Let's go to Hawaii. So the only problem with going to Hawaii is you have to have a vaccination card. Well, they weren't vaccinated, so they went online, bought a couple fake vaccination cards. Mm. They get to the airport in Hawaii. Boom, arrested. Good. Is there a jail for that? Well, I mean, it's illegal to present the... No, I know, but do you go to jail when you say arrested? If you have a fake vaccine card like (laughs) what happens they just send you home they were arrested with fake vaccination cards at the airport staff when they arrived for a vacation in hawaii they get charged with false documents and they face charges and they get sent home i heard it just has mclovin on it the fake fake one that you get It was an $8,000 bail i mean it's a real deal yeah uh no it's not knocked up it is um (laughs) super bad bad. yeah (laughs) I didn't get that reference. Oh, you didn't get the McLovin reference? No. It's the fake ID. Yeah, and it just has McLovin on it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, here they are. Hey, good looking couple, too. Oh. I did see where they, they had busted like uh, 10,000 of those coming in from China because China was just making them and shipping them over. Okay. That's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if rude is the word. <laughs> rude. But, but yeah, all right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. You got a bunch of books mailed to your house? Yeah, like totally random. Old bird books, like probably from the 70s or something. Couple questions. One, are you still as obsessed with birds? Because we haven't talked about it a whole lot. 
Yes, I am. I but I had to take my feeder down because there's because I'm worried about them. There's a disease spreading through several states, and I didn't want to contribute to the problem. And it was recommended to take down your feeder. But I still notice them all the time and pay attention to them, and I'm very, I miss them very much, and I can't wait to put my feeder back up. But do you still have your charts and stuff? Yeah, the charts out on the kitchen table. In fact, I mean, yeah, well, I was in New York not too long ago, and I was obsessed with all the little pigeons that most New Yorkers hate and think they're disgusting. I was fascinated by them. I even went to Central Park to have a moment of silence for Barry the owl that recently died at Central Park. I'm very. I'm still very. Yeah, much you're so crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, these books. Who sent them to your house? No idea. Oh boy. No idea. And I'm. I'm. I'm on a mission to figure it out. Like from people that I know, or shoot, here people that I don't know. Who got my address and who sent me bird books? The last time someone did this, they sent pizza to your house and you moved. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pizza multiple times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who knows, though? I mean, it could be my mother-in-law. Haven't heard back on that, though. <laughs> like, I don't, I have no. Who doesn't I've, put a return address exactly. or a letter in there? Well, there is a little return address. I, I need to take a picture and show you, but it's blacked out. With like a marker. That's surely not a psycho killer. <laughs> of everything, it, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Mm-hmm, I know. So, I mean, I'm thankful for the books, though. Well, we had a couch delivered to us from our wedding registry that I just kind of put down. I was like, no one will ever buy this for us. And we couldn't figure it out for weeks. And we called people. We had to do the, the thing where I was like, hey. And I told you, I called like my friends that have money. I called Luke Bryan and I was like, do you send me a couch? And it's an embarrassing conversation to have. Because when he's like, no, <laughs> it's awkward. Like, okay. It's weird. I'm like, all right, talk to you soon. Because he had made a joke about sending a couch to me for the wedding. And so we finally figured out it was the CEO but we had of this company, but we had to go and bounce around a little bit. I hope it's somebody you know and not oh, yeah, I somebody know, that just found sure. your address. A thoughtful, another b- fellow bird lover. Maybe the CEO. <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah, it could be. He maybe it. he's being <laughs> Santa Claus in August right now. All right, that's what's up. You guys have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, friends. This is a Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone.